0: welcome to the first episode of Answers for Everything, with Teapot and Clay. The reason it's called Answers for Everything is because
1: we have answers for everything.
0: And even if it's not the right answer, the smart answer, it's still an answer. I wouldn't use it to further any goals in life or to solve any marital problems or problems with your children or math problems, especially math problems. But it's still an answer, so if you're looking for answers, this is where you look. Every week we're going to answer a couple questions uh, from people, either friends of ours, or some of the listeners, or just random shit I find on the internet that I think would be great to answer, even though people have already answered it. I'm going to try my best to find an answer that's different than those answers. We're going to get to that a little bit later. To start off this week, we're going to talk about something that uh, we both have passion for, actually. We're both really into something and it's tattooing our bodies i mean not ourselves get other people to do it because it'd be terrible if i did it
1: yeah um it's super popular right now for pretty much everyone so we kind of want to talk about why we like it why we do it the types of stuff we have um and why we think you know it's so popular and other people um, are obsessed with it
0: it's really weird a couple i'd say about 10 years ago was working and this girl i was working with had a boyfriend and he came into into work and he had like Like a tattoo around his like wrist and forearm and I thought like there's no way people are going to hire this kid, right? And now everywhere you look, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Tattoo is not even, it's almost not even like something you would fight against if you wanted to hire someone.
1: No. My mom used to tell me that I'd never get a job, especially because I'm in a professional field Um, She said that, you know, in a professional interview, tattoos are not going to go well with my blazer. Um, And I walked into my first interview with tattoos in my arms and a ring in my nose and I got the job right away. So it never was a problem for me.
0: Yeah, my first couple tattoos are my back, the back of my leg, sort of hidden. And all my tattoos now are like shoulder down to wrist sleeves. And if anything, people are more intrigued by it and impressed by it than anything.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I went hard. My very very first tattoo is on. My I've gone shoulder. hard
0: quite a few times. <laughs> uh, I can't even imagine being hard while getting a tattoo. But you know what? If you're an artist out there and you're looking for someone who can be hard—not while you're tattooing my hardness, but other things—I'm in. I'm down.
1: <laughs> um, no, I went uh, pretty serious with my first tattoo and got my shoulder done. Um, but it's literally like a quarter of my arm. It's a it's a pretty big. It's one of my biggest tattoos, and it was my very first tattoo um but I got it with a friend um and it it had a deeper meaning to it
0: so that's just what I was gonna ask I was gonna be like when you get a tattoo does it is there a criteria you have in your head or is there a theme you want to do or does it have a meaning or is it just like uh hey that over there yeah that's a spoon can I get that tattooed on my ankle and you're like all right okay
1: so everything you just said has happened in my brain (laughs) um the very it, it was a Process throughout all the tattoos I have. I have like I don't know, twelve or thirteen tattoos. Um, but the very first one, I remember putting a ridiculous amount of thought into it. I I drew it myself before I got tattooed. Like I wanted to play around with the design um, and like look at it every day to make sure it's something I wanted. And then I wanted. How long to did
0: you weekends. look at it for? Like when like you said months. every day.
1: Like I booked. I How old got, were you? I was nineteen. Okay. Um, I probably looked at it for like three months and then booked the appointment and had to wait four months for the appointment. So it was like months. You had
0: plenty of time to decide whether or not you wanted the same thing that you originally thought you wanted.
1: Yeah. So, you know, and I also had multiple meetings for it. So I got it done with my best friend. So it was obviously.
0: Wait, I don't. I don't have that tattoo, so I don't know what you're talking about.
1: (laughs) Well, the best friend I was 19, um, but we we, wanted a a tattoo that connected us a little bit, and so we got sun tattoos, and we had such a cheesy meaning that we're always under the same sun. Like we're always connected do
0: you guys laugh about that now or do you like still, still feel love that it. yeah
1: yeah because it's like a spiritual thing like she moved to australia and we're still like mm, still the same sun though like we're on the same earth on the same planet you know um yeah the connection but i also the sun that i have is also from the movie tangled because i love disney there's absolutely so, nothing wrong with that there's multiple meanings to it and then as i got more and more tattoos i was like yeah um i like tea let's put a <laughs> teacup on me um that's that's sick <laughs> so, yeah, um, or, you know, it got to the point where my last few tattoos, I literally just looked at the design. I was like, sweet.
0: So you look in like the, the books when you're at the shop or do you look on something online and say, I want that?
1: Um, something online, um, but I like to leave the artist to make their own changes and interpretations of it.
0: Do you find when you're at the shop and you're looking through the books, there's a lot of hearts, skulls, flowers, and... To me, it's just, it's weird because I see a lot of tattoos online and it's nothing like that. But all the shops seem to show a lot of, it's a honeycomb, yeah. right? It's flowers. Mm-hmm. It's skulls. It's like, I've never seen really people with those tattoos. So yeah. I'm wondering who they're taking the pictures of, right? Yeah. They all look awesome. They look great. Yeah. I think maybe it just me their, their work. They're just showing, you know, the shading or yeah. what they're doing.
1: Yeah. I've never, um, looked at a lot of books from tattoo artists, um, to see like, which one I want, I've only looked at their books to see their talent. Yeah, that's exactly um, right. how I pick. The only one I did pick, my biggest tattoo that I have and my favorite one is from an artist that posts her work online um, when she has cancellations because she's so hard to get into. If she has a cancellation, she'll po- post all of her pre-drawn tattoo ideas and you just pick it. So I saw it, and I was like, I want that forever. So <laughs> it was in 30 seconds. I was like, that's my tattoo. And I emailed her and just prayed that I got the spot. And um, she emailed me back right away, and I booked in for the week next week. And I got my entire calf tattooed um, from top to bottom with a tattoo that she drew completely. I always knew I kind of wanted, like, a teacup, and that's what it yeah. is. I love flowers. That's what's on there. But I saw, I saw it, and I was like, that's mine. I'm going to put that on my body forever. Whereas a lot of my other tattoos, I put... Um, a little more effort in like finding the ideas and, and or explaining the ideas of what I wanted to my tattoo artist
0: Oh yeah, I couldn't design anything like I see pictures of stuff I like And then when I bring it in it's like I don't know if you can visualize what's in my head Because they clearly think way different than I do right like I, I can't think like an artist thinks at all I wish I could it'd be amazing But I'll bring in like I want these six things on this arm here Can you somehow blend it together and I haven't been disappointed yet yeah. I love my, like, forearm done up with Batman, Joker, Harley Quinn. Yeah, so Trash Polka, amazing piece. Yeah.
1: I learned... I learned the hard way or I don't know, I learned through trial and error, I guess. With my very first tattoo, I drew it myself, I designed it. I wanted that exact thing, but then when it was translated onto skin, it didn't look the same and she made her own changes, the artist made her own changes while she was tattooing and I mean, it's not they're not bad or anything. She knows what she's doing and what will heal well. Um, but then after that first tattoo, I was like, okay, so my idea of what it's going to look like, it's probably not going to look like that. And I need to accept it. Um, to the point where when I got this tattoo, um, from this girl online, um, her pre-drawn design, I showed up to the shop and she was like, okay, this is the design you want. Where do you want it? And I was like, Kath, she's like, yep, that's where I planned to put it. Like the shape of it fits there. Perfect. She said, how big do you want it? I was like, as big as you want to. She's like, what color? So I was like, whatever you thought of when you were drawing it. When
0: most people ask you, what color do you want and how big do you want it? What are your first thoughts? <laughs>
1: always tattoos. Oh, like, that's, that's, always good. Tattoos. that's good. That's yeah. good. You know yeah. what?
0: I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. That's not my first thought when somebody says, how big do you want it? And what color do you want it to be? <laughs> your first
1: thought is, you're going to be
0: disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, that's if it's coming from me. Yeah. But if it's something I accept it. I'm never gonna be disappointed. Yeah. Anybody who throws a little bit of interest my way, I'm, I'm gonna run with that. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often.
1: So, anyways, back to tattoos. I get tattoos
0: to, you know, fight off that pain, pain of loneliness. <laughs> tattoos it is-
1: makes you feel something instead of nothing. yes yeah. Um, you, you know, talked earlier about um having themed tattoos. Yeah. If I look at your arms right now, you have two completely different <laughs> themes right next to each other. One's
0: finished, and one's started.
1: Yeah, they're still interesting themes Um, so I have no theme tattoos mine are just a smattering of weird shit all thrown (laughs) together Um, so why do you want theme
0: tattoos Um, I don't know when I wanted to get my like forearm done I just thought if I could blend it all together in one piece that would look awesome but I already had I had elbow to wrist uh, lyrics from a band I like and I thought well I kind of like that but I want to throw some ha ha has and some why so serious and some joker and batman symbol and and then i saw the uh, suicide squad movie and harley quinn had this awesome wrist tattoo it lived with a bunch of diamonds on it and then i figured i'd incorporate my kids names into it so to me it just looks like a very finished trash polka batman harley quinn and then my daughter's a harley quinn fan my son's a batman fan so their names fit perfectly on it
1: so it is pretty badass um i think yeah it looks cool um, it's like, it suits you really well. And I think when people see it, kind of the look that you have, yeah. they're like, yeah, that suits you. But. And then
0: <laughs> you look over to the other arm. Which I just, I'm a, I'm a whore for Disney. Like I'm. Same. Uh, Disneyland, if I can, every single year. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's been that way since I was like 10 years old. Yeah. Watch the movies, love the movies, live it, breathe it, quote it. Quote it to the point where people look at me, they're like, dude, you sound like a Disney princess. I'm like, well, you know what? I wish. That would be awesome. But I probably did quote some Disney princess, and that's why they said it. Yeah. But yeah, left arm. Uh, I've got Merida, Belle, I've got the rose in the glass from Beauty and the Beast. And to finish it off in a couple of months, they're going to be doing uh, Ariel, Jasmine, and some pixie dust. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think it's a nice juxtaposition. You got badass Joker, Batman on Harley Quinn on one side, then you have a bunch of beautiful Disney princesses on the other. It's yeah. it's two sides of who I am.
1: Yeah, I think it you get some interesting looks with your long hair, <laughs> tattoos, beard, yeah. and then Disney princesses. Yeah.
0: Industrial piercing, spikes hanging from my ears, <laughs> <Yeah>. nipples pierced. <laughs> yeah. And tattoo sleeves and yeah. Disney
1: princesses. I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. So far. I'm also a Disney But I also, my Disney tattoos are um, subtle in a way. Like I have the sun, which is themed after the the Tangled, like from Tangled Sun. Um, uh, But not many people recognize it because I've put more details over top of it. And then the one underneath that is um, the original White Rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. The original um, illustration. And most people... hmm, I say the majority of people know what that's from especially if I confirm it and say yeah it's Alice in Wonderland because it's not the cartoon version that everybody knows Um, but I mean it's a rabbit wearing a waistcoat and holding a pocket (laughs) watch so it's a little bit obvious if
0: anything even if they don't get Disney they're going to think Lewis Carroll you know what I mean and that's exactly what it is yeah
1: and I mean it's my favorite book it's one of my favorite authors of all time Um, So, and then I I have a teacup, too, and as soon as they see the rabbit, they look down at my leg and see the teacup, and they're like, Alice in Wonderland, I'm like, it's not Alice in Wonderland, but I'll take it. Um, So they kind of have a theme to them, but the rest are weird. Um, My theme with my arm is not so much subject matter, but it's style. Um, Like, my whole um, left arm, every tattoo on it is black and gray. There's no color at all. So I have the sun at the top, my rabbit, and then I have lyrics. Um, on my upper arm, and then I have uh, a succulent, just an outline of a succulent plant um, on the ditch of my elbow. How'd that feel? It was awful. (laughs) I got it done in Mexico, (laughs) and I don't have hepatitis. Yet? Yet. (laughs) yet. It's been a year and I don't have hepatitis. Um, And then I have the outline of the world tattooed on me, so it's just a lot of just black lines. Um, And then my other one, I have more lyrics that are just black, a bee, and then my stupid tattoos, which is a carrot and apple, a tiny little cartoon carrot and apple that are very colorful and very cartoonish and don't fit in with anything else on my body, but I love them. They're some of my favorite ones, but yeah, I don't, um, I don't theme anything at all. I don't want to limit myself. I've met people that have started a theme, and now they're just brainstorming like what else can fit in that theme, whereas I'm someone who I think of an idea, a random idea of a tattoo, and I just, I want it now. I don't want to think about where to put it. Like, as, lo- as long as I, like, in one area of my body, I have color. Another area of, body, of my body, I have black and gray. So I just pick color black and gray, and I know where I'm going to put it in my body. Yeah. doesn't
0: have to fit in. I never really thought about the themes. Like, I've got uh, album cover from U2 on one shoulder, Marvin the Martian on the other shoulder, the Cobra symbol from G.I. Joe on the back of my leg, and then, like, a phoenix on the back of my other leg. Mm-hmm. And it's just that uh, with the arms, it's just so prominent and visible that I thought, you know what? I think I want to theme this up. Like I want it to all tie together really nicely. Yeah. And I'm a big superhero fan, so it worked out. But yeah, the the Disney one is I, I want so much more than what I'm getting on it. Like I I could I could Disney my entire body and yeah. I still wouldn't have enough canvas space for what I love.
1: Yeah. I don't know. i I feel the same, but yeah, mine's just not themed. I just I want I want my tattoos to in a way show what's important to me. Um like for people to be able I want to be kind of that symbolism or that metaphor that people see it and they have to like piece together who I am or what I'm like but I mean then I also have silly ones so it's really I mean I'm silly <laughs> too so
0: you say that you got a tattoo the same as your friend the the son yeah and then, yeah I've got two tattoos on my body that also match a friend's tattoo we got together
1: about to be three
0: <laughs> about to be three <laughs> Yep. Yeah, so uh, with uh, my Disney princesses on my one arm and The pixie dust and everything. I need something for the pixie dust to fall out of. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get a wand, Mm -hmm. Tinkerbell's wand, with pixie dust. And I sort of have somebody called Teapot who likes random tattoos. (laughs) So that's pretty random for her. So we're going to get a a matching Tinkerbell wand and pixie dust. I have no idea where I'm going to
1: put that, but it's going to go somewhere. (laughs)
0: That's exactly what she said. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And she's always disappointed, I find. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Um, yeah, so I don't know. I my meaning for like why I get tattoos and where I put them and how I theme them or the meaning behind them has just changed so much. Um, but there's one tattoo that I, I it's it's so contradictory because I was somebody growing up who always wanted tattoos and I always wanted them to have meaning. And I thought everyone else's tattoos should have meaning. I, I love symbolism. Like I'm a big literature fan. I'm a big art fan. I love seeing like understanding deeper meaning so I'm someone who feels like I need that. And then one day I just like I was like I need a tattoo that uh, the only reason I want is aesthetic reasons. I want it because it's going to make me feel hot. It's going to make me feel confident and sexy. And I so I wanted a sternum tattoo, like an underboob tattoo. And I didn't really care what it was. It didn't need to be anything. It just a design, a mandala, like a geometrical design or something. Um, So I looked at a bunch of different ones, kind of figured out the shape that I wanted, but not the design. And I went in and the girl, you know, taped a piece of paper under my boobs and drew a design on and then took it off and drew up a stencil. And yeah, I got this. And the guy I was dating at the time was like, why do you want this? Like, what's the meaning behind it? Like, there isn't one. It just makes me feel good. And then he, he was not a fan of it. He, I showed him pictures. Wait, you're,
0: you're still dating him, right? No. I wonder how that worked <laughs> weird, out. Huh.
1: Weird, right? But yeah, he was not a fan of it. And yeah, he was like, eh. was like, And the one I want, I wanted one that was quite big, too. Well,
0: and that's the best thing about it is it doesn't matter what other people think of it. Yeah. It's not theirs.
1: He just didn't get it.
0: He didn't need to, though. No. But he was, essentially made it his problem. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with him.
1: No. And it's just, um, yeah. I, I mean, and it's funny because it, it was almost like a contradiction to myself. As someone who is, loves the deeper deeper thinking, like the analytical side of tattoos, that loves the artistry, that loves the symbolism, that, you know, cares about what that looks like and, and is not a very, I'm not focused on my aesthetic and like what I look like and and my like being hot or whatever. But then, I, I don't know, I just like rebelled against myself. I was like, I need this tattoo that that makes me feel good about myself. And I got it for me as other people in my life were like you shouldn't get this or like i don't know if i like it i specifically that made me want it more <laughs> as like a fuck you you you, you need
0: self-rebellion from time to time
1: yeah but it was it was cool i like that one
0: i like that you've gotten tattoos in different countries mine are all canadian tattoos uh the first tattoo i ever got I was right out of high school my girlfriend who was still in high school she got one, the same day I got one, the same day two of my friends got one. So we all drove like two hours to like a tattoo shop that we heard was really good. And we're getting we're getting done. It was the same guy doing all four of us, and we just got a little one, so you know, an hour each, it was a four hour afternoon. And as we're going through it, I'm looking up at the wall and stuff and I was like, oh my God, that's that's an awesome. He had a, a black and white photo on the wall, and it was like a movie press kit photo. So an actual scene from a movie, picture taken, like a still shot. And then underneath it, it has the name of the movie, the actors of the movie, the producer, the director, the movie company, and it says, you know, black and white still photo one of 23. So they just, uh, back in the 90s, like way back, and then also in the 90s and the 2000s, early 2000s, they used to release a press kit for every movie. So movie reviewers, radio stations, TV stations would get this file, this folder, they'd open it up, they'd be like, you know, between and 20 black and white stills from it there'd be a description of everything and sometimes you even get like a copy like a DVD copy for you to watch the movie just to review it or whatever it was and I was looking I was like oh my god that's True Romance I was like one of my favorite movies ever at the time it was like 1994, 95 mm. when I got it and I was like that's amazing I can't believe you like that movie like Quentin Tarantino wrote that movie and then he sold it to make the money so he could go make Reservoir Dogs so it's actually a Quentin Tarantino written movie but not a Tarantino directed movie mm. It was directed, I believe, by Tony Scott. But it, it's got Michael Rapport in it, Brad Pitt, Bronson Pinchot, Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette, Christopher Walken. Uh, it's it's full of, of people. And it did terrible box office. But cult following after people actually watched it. And then when when Reservoir Dogs came out and Pulp Fiction came out, people were like, Tarantino. And they found it like, oh, I love this guy. This is his movie. But as I'm looking at it, the guy's like, yeah, look closer. And I'm, I'm looking at the picture. just one picture. I was like, all right. He goes, yeah, There, it's the scene where Alabama and Clarence are both getting a, a matching tattoo. Because it's like a whirlwind romance between the two. And they're getting matching tattoos. So I was like, yeah, it's an awesome scene. And it's in a tattoo shop. And it's a tattoo shop. He's like, no, look closer. I'm looking closer. And I'm sort of getting pissed off at the guy. But he's like, look closer. So I look closer. And I was like, oh, my God. I look back at the, the, the table he's working on. I look at the po- the photo, I look at him, I was like, that's you. You're, you're doing the tattoo. He's like, yeah, man, I was a tattoo artist in Los Angeles, and it was actually at my shop, and they did it, and they asked me, I'm not an actor or anything, they just asked me to be in it, and I'm not really tattooing, but that's me, I was in that movie, I was like, that's like my favorite movie on the planet, and to this day, it's still one of my like top, top three movies, and it was just weird that I got tattooed by the guy who was tattooing in one of my favorite movies, and it just makes me feel pretty good. That's cool. It's weird, like I never... Never would have thought anything about it until I saw the thing on the wall. I was like, oh my God, I know that movie. Yeah. And not many people did because it wasn't very popular. Hmm. So I think maybe he was kind of flattered as well because the movie didn't do very well. But
1: yeah. It's kind of a cool coincidence. A little bit. Yeah. I I don't know. I've researched most of my tattoo artists. There's some that, like I have definitely had some tattoo artists that have done multiple tattoos on me because I like them so much and I love their style and they were just a really great experience and I have others that I'm... Really proud that I got in with them because they're pretty popular and they're so great. And then I have some that I just walked in, which made, to me, that's very scary. Um, and then when you add a different country and different language on top of it, it's like a very nerve wracking experience.
0: And but, there's no gun, it's just like a needle and a big pen, and they're, they're cutting <laughs> the ink out. You're like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> Can you get a red pen? I kind of want a flower there. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, no problem. They don't speak English. Like, so even, they just mumble stuff. They're like, like okay?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I went to Europe for like a month and a half with my best friend at the time, and...
0: Wait a minute, um, I didn't go to Europe for a month and a half with <laughs>
1: No, not me. Different person. Um, and our goal at the very end of the trip was to get a tattoo on our very last day, um, just to commemorate the trip, and we both, you know, planned on trying to get something that was something to do with the trip, like an inside joke or a moment, but by the time we showed up to the shop, like, we couldn't think of anything, um... I don't know. I regret it now because, like, one thing that came up a lot for some reason, we just laughed about this story about an umbrella. And I'm now to this day, I'm like, I should have got an umbrella. I was gonna get an umbrella and then I chickened out and I just got a compass because I was like, oh, this represents traveling. So I got a compass tattoo on my shin, which. Yeah, that sucked. (laughs) At the front of my ankle on my shin bone, um, I colored it in nice and black, just thick black. Even better. It felt really good. Um, But the guy was really good. He was in Spain. He was in Barcelona. And he was really good. Um, And he, like, I was shocked that someone that was that great and that his art was all over the wall. He was very talented. I was shocked that he had time to take in walk-ins that day um and then so you know it gave me confidence to do it again so i traveled with another friend of mine a year ago to mexico and she travels to specifically like third world countries and her main like her all of her tattoos come from all these third world countries that she's traveled you know or second world you know like yep. impoverished countries she loves going to these places and has made a tradition of getting tattoos and mexico collecting hepatitis collecting all the hepatitis um but she you know mexico i think was probably one of her safest ones and for me it was one i was nervous about <laughs> but we stayed across from a tattoo shop um at our hostel and it was a very nice tattoo shop and she was like i need a tattoo i need a tattoo and i was like okay i'll go with you i don't i don't care i don't need one and then as soon as i saw this shop i was like maybe i do need one <laughs> And then she, as someone who this is a tradition, she was like, I can't think of one, so I'm not going to get one. (laughs) And I was like, screw you. I walked into the shop. You got two. (laughs) I booked an appointment for the next morning, the day we were leaving. We were leaving, um, you know, Cancun that evening. But we had time in the morning, so I booked an appointment. And then she has, we always make fun of her. She has really bad FOMO, like fear of missing out. Like, anything you do, if you're like, oh, I think I'm just going to go. You're like, oh, you're not going for supper? So she's I'm always she's go.
0: always the last person to go home at the end of the night because she fears oh, that she, she drops three people off, right? And yeah. then she gets dropped off, and she finds out the last two went to this amazing after party.
1: Yeah. No, she is someone who needs to be a part of everything. Like, if you went for dinner, and she was supposed to go, and she's like, nah, I'm going to stay home, and then you had a great meal. Like, she's just going to beat herself up about it. So um, the next morning, she woke up, Or we're in bed that night. Like, we're in our bunk beds in our hostel, and I'm Googling. I have a tattoo appointment, and I'm Googling what I want tattooed. Like, I booked the appointment before knowing. So I started Googling stuff, and she's frantically Googling. She's like, do I want one? Do I not want one? Like, which one should I get? And then she finally settles on one. She's like, I'm going to come in with you tomorrow and see if they can squeeze me in. And, of course, her tattoo is very, very small, so... They squeezed her in. And There's a picture like, of my penis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they were like, you know, we'll squeeze you in. They're like, who's going first? And she's like, I will. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> you stole my spot. And that sucks. But uh, yeah, she, she had, we both ended up getting tattooed um, in Mexico and then hopping on a plane. And, uh, you know, it was, it was one of those things that I was a little bit scared to tell people at first when I got back that hey I just got this tattoo in Mexico because people's immediate reaction oh, yeah. it's dirty. they're like oh did you hop in the back of a van in Tijuana and like oh my god there was a I van where it's you went <laughs> <laughs> right? I can't like, believe you had a van with yours <laughs> right um, but oh, no, no. It, was, it was a very well kept shop and I watched them take the needle out and everything and of course these places they speak perfect English because it's tourist places so um, I had really good experiences with it well that's good yeah, so far. I'm waiting for one of them to just screw up royally, but so far, so good. I don't know. We're going to go to, uh, what, I don't
0: know, Ireland? Ireland. Probably. End of the it, trip.
1: And Yeah, and get our next one. So. I don't want
0: to get it when there's, like, beaches and stuff later on in the trip, right? If I have a fresh tattoo, I want to... Exactly. I'd rather get it right the tail end. Absolutely. That's I mean, why maybe I not mind. night before, make an appointment and, you know, try and get squeezed <laughs> in. That then... works out. It, it did.
1: Yeah. But yeah, that's why we got ours the last day in Barcelona because we were at the beaches the whole time so got on the last day got on my last day in Mexico um yeah and the only thing that sucks is after spending days in like salt water on beaches in the sun getting tattoos on like sunburnt and or really dry skin is
0: Horrible. No, I can't even imagine I yeah. usually get rashes from from work on my one arm and the last couple of days because I knew they're gonna be working on my arm. <clears throat> I was wearing like a long sleeve shirt to cover it up and I was trying to do the least amount of work at work possible. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure there's no irritation when I showed up. And then I showed up and she was very happy with how it looked. And Except for one part I had a, a bug bite, I guess. Like a spider or something. I was sleeping. There's a little yeah. thing. She's like, we can't work on that area. But we'll do that one next time. So yeah. I was like, oh my god. It's
1: probably best anyway because it took a while. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was a long session.
1: Probably best that you didn't have the third one done in the same day. It's true.
0: Yeah, I've done the longest, My I think, five and a half hour session mm-hmm. to get part of my... Joker Batman thing done mm-hmm. but I was actually yeah yes, yes, two days ago I think like six and a half hours is what I spent getting my arm done and I still have like six more hours to go it's
1: crazy to me because I have like my whole calf done like solid color yeah and it was done in three and a half hours but <sighs> she's a fast tattoo artist yeah. so but I know earlier I said why I have tattoos for the most part I like them to represent who I am I'm a symbolism kind of deeper um, meaning kind of person. Um, so why, why do you have tattoos? Why do you keep getting them? Why, are you, why do you feel, where does your addiction come from for tattoos?
0: It's things i enjoy in life. Like my first tattoo was Marvin the Martian and I absolutely love, out of all the, those WB characters, I, I love him the most because he's so simple. He, he just wants to view Venus and Mars and from where he is Earth is in the way mm-hmm. he just he just wants a, a view of Venus so his solution is to blow up Earth so I mean he's <laughs> for
1: everything <laughs> and <it's> justify
0: <laughs> the means I guess yeah, he's just a he's a simple guy but he has like the firepower to destroy a planet mm-hmm. and he's gonna use it for the simplest thing and then I think I got a G.I. Joe tattoo because I've been collecting this stuff since I was like 10 years old so it's been with me Mine, I've still collected. Like, I still collect it I still read the comics I still collect the toys I go to the conventions so it's something that's been with me since I was a child I was like I'm going to put that on my body because it actually is part of who I am Yeah. and then U2 album cover it's my favorite band and uh, their album covers are pretty lame but there's there's one from the 90s that sort of speaks to me and it's kind of cool a little baby face with a space helmet and a bunch of stars around it I kind of like it so I got that the Phoenix I got that was a uh, a friend I hadn't seen in like 20 years 25 years from high school we reconnected so number one I'm a massive Harry Potter fan number two are and the, the phoenix is a big part of Harry Potter and also the rebirth of our relationship phoenix rebirth so we both got a rebirth kind of tattoo mm-hmm. and Disney well we've already discussed why I like Disney Yeah. why I got those ones so yeah it's things I enjoy in life things that are part of me who shape me or what shape me who I am and mm. stuff I enjoy Nothing random yet.
1: Yeah, I still find that my random tattoos still relate to who I am, even though I can't say what exactly they connect to or what the deeper meaning is. My favorite thing is when people ask me meanings, and because some of them do have deep meanings, some of them don't. My favorite one is when people ask me the meaning of my map of the world. Like, what is the meaning of that? I'm like, it's a map. It's it's the planet. That's where we live. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, no, I got it because I love traveling. My favorite thing is it's just an outline, and when people always say they're like, "Oh, I can't wait till you fill it in,"
0: like, oh. uh, it's done actually.
1: So thank you for that, but I'm glad you'd like to see it continued, but it's not gonna happen unless you're paying for it. So
0: just put a flag for everywhere you've been. It's like it's just gonna be all filled in black by the time I've done my life. Yeah. So I'm not gonna even gonna start.
1: Yeah, people like color it in. I'm like, um, well. Europe on my arm is like the size of a dime so and you're like ooh uh, 22 <laughs> countries
0: later there's I, I've, I've, I've colored in a quarter in the dime space yeah and now Africa's gone <laughs> yeah
1: exactly I like yeah there's no way I have to literally just do a dot could you imagine going into a tattoo artist and be like yeah actually I just went to Ireland yeah. um, can you please just put a dot just, just a pink dot <laughs> um, and I also I don't want to pay $150 an hour for you to yeah. stab me once with the needle, so yeah, it's just I don't think it's a very feasible option. But
0: but yeah, I've I've got no no thought in my mind as to when I'm gonna stop getting them.
1: Yeah, I need more money to get more. They, I've stopped. I haven't got one in a in a year. But I've also been traveling a lot, and so it's kind of my two two loves. I love to travel. I love to get tattoos. I need to save some money so I can get some boat. more
0: or do more travel.
1: Yeah, we'll see what wins out
0: in the end. I'm with you. Yeah. Travel, tattoos, but I'm also like movies, comics, TV. Yeah. And I'm no sports in any shape or form, so there's nothing sports related in <laughs> I, my life. I
1: have limited sports, but no. yeah, mine's travel. I love Disney mostly with with movies. Travel for and Disney. I do travel for Disney a lot, <laughs> and I I play roller derby, that's my sport. So that's really my only my only hobbies I spend money on, but I'm sure we'll cover Traveling and any other hobbies in future episodes.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of my hobbies that I'm not going to tattoo my body is uh, Pornhub. Yeah,
1: that's probably yeah. a good idea. I mean,
0: they might sue me if I get the logo tattooed on me.
1: Mm, but they also might pay you <laughs> for advertising. <laughs> they might,
0: and also if I get other tattoos Pornhub related, I don't think I'm going to be very welcome in public.
1: It depends on where you put them. Are you uh, gonna get fully naked in public? Because then you're super not welcome in public. It
0: depends where I live, I guess.
1: If you're like, I'm gonna show off this Pornhub tattoo that's located on my ballsack, oh. then you're super. I high. am. You
0: know what? I, I just did the <laughs> under part of my bicep. I am definitely not tattooing anywhere near a ballsack. Cause that yeah. that tender meat up there was was terrible. I, I can't know. imagine the tender meat down below. I
1: have one there as well. Yeah, it's a much smaller yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> and, and yours is hurt. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm only going to be here for uh, like 30 more minutes. I'm like, oh, yay. <laughs> only 30 <laughs> more minutes right there. Perfect. Yeah. Do you want me to stop? No, because then it's just going to keep going longer. Just get it done. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, the the pleasure totally outweighs the pain. Yeah. You know what you sign up for when you show up, right?
1: Well, unless it's your first one. but It's true. I've watched some friends go through their first tattoos and look pretty in pain the entire time. But most of them have gone on to get more. So.
0: All right. Uh, I have a couple questions here, so this is sort of going to change gears a little bit because we got to wrap this up. But we've answered lots of stuff about each other, tattoos. Let's answer some questions from some people who have some queries about things that are going on in their life.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Um, yeah, I haven't heard these. Okay, yes, so,
0: so I found this question online. Somebody asked somebody and I want to give my response to it. So the question is, is his penis too small? So I'm going to tell you the story right here. (laughs) My boyfriend and I are really great with each other and love each other very much. There is a strong physical attraction between the two of us and we desire each other. He's very experienced sexually, whereas I'm not. I'm a larger than average size woman with thighs, stomach, butt and breasts. He's below average size. I get very wet when I'm with him and sometimes he slips out. He feels like his penis isn't big enough for me. He's very frustrated to the point where he feels like he's not pleasing me or can't handle me. He says that if I only had a few more inches. After lovemaking, my body feels good and I'm on a high. Until he tells me he doesn't feel like he's pleasing me. I'm the largest woman he's ever been with. And he says that he's never had a problem sexually before. What should we be doing differently?
1: I have many things to say for that one. Okay. Because first of all, I feel like... I relate with her in a little, in a, for like a little bit of it because I'm a bigger girl as well. But you know, I think I, what I get very frustrated about anytime I hear people complain about sex in general, to me it's because you there there's so much. People have a very limited view of what sex is, what pleasure is, what successful sex looks like, um, and I think we need to get away from um, thinking about sex in such a limited way because even, you know, talking like when teenagers start talking about it, they start learning about it, young adults, we have this idea that sex is penetration, like a penis in a vagina until you both finish, which is honestly for many people, men and women, not feasible. Like it's not, it's not how their body works. A lot of times, especially I, I can speak for a women's perspective, women often cannot orgasm from just penetration. So if you're only doing that and the person is frustrated because they can't get a girl off, if a man is frustrated because they can't get a girl off from putting their penis in their vagina and just penetration alone, you're not bad at it. It's just their bodies don't work like that. Like my biggest suggestion for people, they're like, it's not successful because, I don't know, we're not finishing just from this one thing. It's like try new things, bring toys in. Like... And Watch a video, what? ask
0: questions
1: right? ask questions and like
0: like in the or asking asking this question is good because yeah. then you'll get answers, yeah, I mean, they may not be the right ones, but try the ones that you feel comfortable with yeah what i'm what I'm thinking like you're talking about how it's not successful, but based off the question, she's very pleased yeah. she's very happy, she's very wet she, her body feels good, she's on a high. There is nothing wrong with how she feels with this. Yeah. he feels somehow inadequate because he slips out, so yeah. It, and he's never had bad experiences before sexually, he's more advanced, it's never happened. My my assumption is that she's he's doing everything she wants him to do. Mm. She's very wet from it. And he's just sliding out. Yeah. It has nothing to do with his penis size. No, it doesn't. At all.
1: It actually has a lot to do with her pelvic floor. Like her squeezing. Because like even from experience, oh. I, I own a vagina. Okay. Um, I don't know Excellent. if you know this. I own. Uh, one. We're gonna
0: have a bunch of pictures up on our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, <fuck that>. Tattoos, <laughs> no. vaginas. No. no. <laughs> I'll even show but, my vagi- uh, I yes, mean, vagina. I mean, no vaginas, no vaginas.
1: Um, but like legitimate, like even sex toys can get pushed out. You can get. Big sex, whatever sex you have, and you, you use it for penetration, but your vagina can, like, specifically your vagina. My, can, it
0: was absolutely mine.
1: It can close up so much, like clamp together. Well, you've seen the videos already, that I keep sending you, right? True. It's all it does. But it, it pushes stuff out. So it doesn't matter how big it is, vaginas can do that. But I agree with you um, in that, you know, he should trust her if she says she feels good and she's satisfied. I'm assuming, again, that it's, not his, it's
0: not his job to make her feel good. But it's working. Like, you know what I mean? He, he should never feel the, the pressure, neither should she, that it's my job to make sure they get off. Yeah. I think it's their job between the two of them to have the best fucking time they can have. Yeah without anybody getting hurt yeah right
1: i also just think that just you know going back to unless one of them likes to get hurt it's true right then, then a little bit of pain yeah um but i think going back to like orgasming in general like a lot of people not only think it should happen from penetrative sex like a guy and a girl should should finish for penetrative sex but like we just focus too much on orgasming itself like at some point there's many times when you're having sex that you just might not orgasm men and women they just can't finish for I, some reason. There's a mental block or something. And if that's gonna ruin it for you, that and all of a sudden you're getting frustrated because you can't make the person orgasm or you personally can't. And all of a sudden now you're frustrated. And at the end you're like, well, there was no ending, so it wasn't good. Then you are not thinking about it correctly. No, it, it's sex is fun even if you finish. It, it's an experience
0: it from beginning to end, right? Yeah. It, it. I mean, reading through through this her like you know story, I'm assuming that there's foreplay. I'm assuming that there's uh, feeling in between mm-hmm. the two of them like they clearly love each other mm-hmm. but for some reason he thinks that if he slides out he's not doing his job Yeah, which is really weird to, to say because I think he's doing a great job yeah. I think she's doing a great job I think his uh, there's something mentally where he like you said just because you finish it's done it was perfect it worked she doesn't say whether or not he finishes though, right? Yeah.
1: Well, she doesn't say she finishes either. No, she but she feels she's feels and, she, and she's on a high. So he might be like, I didn't make you come so, you know, it wasn't that good. Like you're lying. You didn't finish. So you you, you don't feel that good. But that's So in his true. head,
0: maybe, maybe that thought process while he's doing it is making him not enjoy it.
1: Yeah. I think he has the hangups more than anything. Like, Absolutely. He needs to listen to his partner. And if she says, I'm enjoying myself. I love it it's awesome, I have no problems, then he needs to
0: not have a problem. I mean, if they want to reach out, I will gladly, (laughs) I don't know, what would you call it? Commentate or referee, (laughs) you know, guide. I'll happily be there with them and help out. But uh, the way I see it, I I think they work well together. Mm -hmm. And I think he's hung up on something that is a non-issue. Yeah. Right? And if he's worried about, you know, maybe I need a few more inches, what, making it longer is going to make it stick in more?
1: No, it doesn't work like that. Sorry, man learn about vaginas
0: or you know what hey guess what it's butt stuff time because we know that thing's <laughs> tighter right problem solved
1: it feels bigger in there right
0: yeah. and, and guess what she's extremely wet so you've already got lube for butt stuff it's true. problem <laughs> fucking solved yep. like we on. said Moving right on. answers wrong answers it's an answer it's an answer <laughs> all right so i've got a question number two here how can i find my husband attractive again which is probably a common question by a lot of women, right? As you okay. get older and the relationship gets older, you realize that the things that I saw earlier aren't what I once saw.
1: or The, the quirks about them that you loved are now the quirks that you fucking hate. If you could take them
0: and <laughs> choke them with those quirks, yeah. life would be pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah. so it's how can I find my husband attractive again? And here's what happened. My husband accidentally sharted in front of me. So, to you out there who don't know what that is... That's a shit and a fart combined So dude farted and shat a little Yeah. So my husband accidentally sharted in front of me I am no longer attracted to him <laughs> Is there anything I can do to make myself attracted to him again? That's a tough one that is tough. I can't recall ever sharting in front of someone But I guarantee you if I did, I would laugh my ass off
1: um, I have never done that I've never experienced someone I was dating
0: They farted though, right?
1: Um. Yeah.
0: And and is it a giggle and a laugh or is it just yeah, like oh my? No. I
1: no. I, I never. Heard, I remember one time. Oh,
0: let me guess. Let me guess. You farted. No. And all you heard right next to you was. <laughs> Fuck yeah. No.
1: No. Um. No. The guy I was with. He farted. I don't. Know the, I don't know if I even heard it, but I smelt it, and I was like, <laughs> oh, gross. And I was like, you're gross, and just, like, laughed. And I was like, I'm not coming over there until it like, goes away. And then, so we laughed a little bit. And then he got mad, because he's like, no, seriously. Like, we, let's watch the movie. Come over here. And I was like, no, seriously. It's really gross. I'm going to wait a couple seconds. It's
0: like, I don't want to watch a movie with you while you're taking a shit. So you know what? I'm not going to the bathroom with my phone. Like, yeah. that's not happening.
1: Like, you just need, need to, yeah, just give it a second. But he got, like, upset that I yeah. embarrassed him all of a sudden. But, um, no, no but I do know a couple in which the male in the relationship, um, as an adult, as a thirty-seven-year-old man, has shit himself. Oh my! On numerous occasions.
0: That's beautiful. Like, <laughs> is he drunk? No. Is no, it? Is he? Is it shit in his pants, or is it like, hey no, babe, we're, we're driving, I gotta take a dump, you pull over no, no. and it's behind a bush?
1: He, he literally was sitting on the couch once, and he like notoriously his pants are like he has no ass or hips. So his pants are always down. Oh my. And he leaned forward and farted and it sprayed out onto the couch.
0: <laughs> Tell me it was a white leather couch. At least it you can was wipe it tan. off. It
1: was, it was tan and it was cloth.
0: It, it's weird you say so that. So
1: it stained forever. They had to get rid of that. Couch. It's
0: weird you say that, that you talk about that because today I was at work and I was like, oh, my stomach doesn't feel good. I think there's probably a big poop in there, right? Yeah. So I went and sat in the toilet. I sat down and a massive fart came out and it's almost like, like siding, like a, uh, stucco just sprayed all like confetti there was no shit it was fart and like like confetti particles of poop just yes. spraying the inside of the toilet bowl. I'm like, what the hell was that? So like, white, but it wasn't just like on the crack and the hole. It was like on the cheeks. It was just, oh wow. It was just like an explosion of confetti out of Amazing. my ass. I'm sure
1: that's what he did on the couch. Yeah, yeah. And I'm
0: thinking if that was me that day, and I think it would be fart. It would be like a balloon, yeah, like a 12, 12 inch radius yeah. of just poop particles. But I was, yeah. I was, I was impressed with myself, and yet also disgusted with yeah, myself.
1: That's the best place to be. But then
0: I also questioned like. I'll have to poop later because that wasn't poop at all, but it felt like I had to. It's true. Well, that's that's just a little bit for but, me today.
1: I don't know. Going back to this question, I find it interesting because the couple that I know, like I said, this guy. Wait, is this them? Maybe <laughs> um, this guy has shit himself as an adult um, many times, uh, while drunk, while not drunk, um, just trusted a fart one too many times, and she's still you know attracted to him, and you know they they laugh about it. So okay. I think my biggest thing is as somebody who. Tries not to take life too seriously. At the end of the day, people have bodily functions, and it's I I know that I I don't get it because I have so many adult friends who are like, yeah, I've shit my pants as an adult. <laughs> I never have, and I'm sure I will one day. I'm sure I will. But like, I think it's a more common thing than this woman thinks. And like, so she's she's just have a good sense of humor about it.
0: She's just hiding herself. She's just like, you know what? I've never done that. So what is wrong with you? I don't find you attractive anymore.
1: Like it's, I get it. Poops gross, but also we all people do it. Have, everyone shits, everyone, and people have. But they, they don't.
0: They don't all shart in front of their loved one.
1: But the, but like it's, except for it's that guy. It's a more common thing than you think. I think. Well, and it's an accident. I mean, maybe he was like, "Watch this." <laughs> hold my beer, right? Yeah. If he was super proud of it, then I get it. But also, like, come on. Get off your high horse. Like, you have had gross shits before. Yeah. And if your husband saw you have a gross shit and was like, I'm no longer attracted to well, you. Could, how I, the fuck would you y-
0: You know there's times when she goes to take a shit and then he goes in the bathroom after and it still smells and he did, probably doesn't call his friends like, I'm done with her. I can't handle this. You know what she does? She does what everyone else does. She just shit and it smelled. Yeah. I'm out of here.
1: I just read a story online the other day where a guy found out his girlfriend um, was using his socks to wipe and then throwing them out. Like she was, if she went to Was through. she buying him new socks? Yes.
0: Okay, so at least he didn't run but out she, of socks. But she
1: was, she, apparently she was doing it for years because she doesn't trust toilet paper. She's a germaphobe. She she needed like socks. So she's been like throwing, using, every time she shits, she wipes the sock and throws it out. Oh my. And, and he was still like, yeah, I'm willing to make this work. He just wanted her to be honest about it.
0: I think he just wanted his fucking socks.
1: Yeah, he wanted to know what happened to them. That was the whole story. But like, if he can get over his girlfriend using his socks to wipe her ass, I think you can get over your boyfriend or husband. Um, it might even be fun. ex-husband by now. Yeah. Right.
0: Wow. Yeah. Third and final question. Okay.
1: I'm
0: are you Are you ready for giving an answer? Yeah. All right. There's going to be the question and then a story about it. So the question is: Should I keep this a secret from my daughter? So now, I've, is it a man or a woman asking it, you think?
1: Yeah, I think probably a woman because men, I feel like, don't care about keeping secrets from their daughter. Or anyone. Yeah,
0: It's like, <laughs> so you know what? I did this. Hold my beer. I shit on the couch, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so her name is Sharon. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Hi there. My name is Sharon, and I'm a divorced woman in my early 40s, and until recently, I hadn't been with a man for more than a year. My daughter, who is 20, just finished a relationship a few weeks ago with a man who's in his 30s. She was absolutely heartbroken. During their time together, though, whenever he came to the house, there was always some chemistry between me and him. Shortly after they separated, he started texting me. We ended up meeting for a few casual drinks. One thing led to another. Mm. I feel absolutely terrible about what I've done, and I don't know what to do. I really like this man, but I don't want my daughter to hate me. Should I tell her about what happened? No. Okay. And then they get back together. Just don't. Yeah, but if the daughter gets back together with the guy and the mom doesn't tell, and then they're fighting, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I fucked your mom!
1: I, I don't know. Do
0: you think she'd be mad at the guy? Or mad at her mom at that point? She'd be
1: mad at her mom, for sure. Because that's
0: logical, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, the girls are always mad at other girls, even though it's the guy who slept with both of them. But um, he wasn't dating But, her. it's true, but... Still, I think the mom should be like, you you know, you need to stay away from both of us. Like, it's just not a good idea. I don't know. Mother-daughter relationships, family relationships, I think they're much more strong or should be much more cherished than flings with dudes.
0: Just mother-daughter relationships or father-son?
1: Family Family relationships.
0: So, like, my father and me? Like, a relationship like that? Yeah. That was... Pretty good. I mean, he didn't have sex with any of my you know, girlfriends because if he had, I mean, while well, he was around, I guess I was five. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think he was dating any of those girls. I don't think he was, so. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just think that, first of all, she's a horrible person for doing that in general. Um, sorry, but that's my opinion. See,
0: well, that, That's okay. That That's a good answer. Yeah. I mean, it's not the same answer I'd have because yeah. I don't think she's horrible for being single Divorced, not being with a man, and this man she finds attractive, and it just happened, and it worked. Not it didn't just happen, but they made it happen.
1: My thing is, her she said her daughter was heartbroken. She was. That's my problem. If her daughter met this guy on Tinder and hooked up with him, and then the mom hooked up with him too, I'd be like, no harm, no foul. Like you guys didn't really know, or you guys used him for the same reason, but you know, just for a quick hookup, like there wasn't a relationship there, but as soon as you get like real relationships involved and real feelings involved, like you really need to think about which relationships you value more. Do you value your mother, daughter relationship, your friendship, whatever it is. See,
0: but it's already done. So we can't do anything about it. Now that the question is, do you tell her so that in the future, because we all know 20 year old women, 30 year old men, they break up. Chance are pretty good. They're probably going to get tried again sometime, right? They're going to date other people. They're going to, Find each other at a function or, you know, on Instagram or Facebook. And they're just going to, hey, you know what? I'm single. You're single. Give it a try. Like, I, I guarantee you that that daughter and that dude are going to get back together sometime. Yeah. And then now the mom's got a secret. And imagine if those two stay together. They get married. They have kids. And mom fucked them. Like, can you imagine if she likes them?
1: Uh, well, yeah. I, I think mean... if
0: she tells her, I guarantee that that girl, her daughter will stay away from the guy.
1: Yeah, but if, she's also good, especially if the mom does like him and ends up pursuing him more, that daughter's not going to talk to either one of them.
0: But she's not going to talk to either one of them when she finds out anyway.
1: Maybe, or and, she'll blame the mom and still stay with the guy. Because yeah. that's what women like to do. I love oh. women, don't get me wrong. But, I,
0: I can't answer for women because I'm not one, but I understand exactly what you're saying.
1: <laughs> it no. happens all the time.
0: But it's weird like I'll stay
1: with the guy But screw that girl Oh yeah How
0: dare she have sex With my boyfriend Who's supposed to love me And didn't come home that night Yeah How dare she fuck the guy That I think is really hot Yeah But I I think she's Damned either way Damned if you do Damned if you don't But I think it's overall better If she does tell her In the long run When a secret comes out Years later That's not gonna make Anybody feel any happier Mm -hmm. Especially if the mom Keeps banging the guy From now until whenever also, we don't know why they broke up. What if he's an abusive piece of shit? It's true. Right? We have no idea.
1: It's a really complicated situation.
0: And the mom's more concerned about her daughter's feelings right now. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But she's also concerned that mama wants to get some. It's true. So mama's going to get some from a dude 10 years younger. It probably makes her feel pretty good.
1: I still think she made an awful decision. But the other ones are funnier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not this always... one makes me sad. It's not always about funny. No, I know. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I've come to you with questions that are funny and I've come to you with questions that are serious. All the time. And uh, one is definitely more enjoyable than the other, but they're both helpful. Yeah. And I do get an answer for everything. It's true. <laughs> I sure do. All of our friends get answers for everything.
1: Even if they don't want them. Yeah, we, we just <laughs> shove our faces in it. Yeah. Like,
0: here you go. This is what you should do. Like, um, can I just solve this on my own? It's like, yeah, I doubt it, but <laughs> here, use this. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: And then it doesn't work out, Aww. and I'm just like, well, it wasn't me. It's <laughs> not my problem.
1: Can I solve this on my own? <laughs> oh, it's can, so it's so, cu- it's so cute.
0: You think you could do that.
1: Yeah. We're condescending assholes.
0: Yeah, let, let's be honest. Could you solve a problem on your own? Because if you could, you wouldn't be talking to me about <laughs> it. That's
1: true. We're horrible people. That's uh. a good way to end it. <laughs> we're horrible people. All right. Listen next time. be... <laughs> More horrible <laughs> We'll find
0: funnier questions Because apparently Teapot doesn't like The serious ones No that
1: was good It's it good It just makes me think And uh, it's too late yeah. to think
0: Alright so episode one Is wrapped up If you want to find us We're on uh, Instagram Answers for Everything podcast We're going to have Some pictures of tattoos Maybe some travel pictures And stuff Things we like mm, mm. I don't know what else I'd put up there
1: um, Memes
0: Lots of memes, tattoo memes, yeah. travel memes, all the memes, Pornhub memes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you seem pretty excited. Okay, yeah. All right,
0: listeners, nothing but Pornhub memes because apparently that's what T-Pub wants. That's all wants. that's on there. Funny shit and Pornhub memes.
1: Yep. That's what I would want to listen to and
0: view. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's a wrap. Okay. See you guys next week. Bye.